0: I'd like to welcome everyone to The Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg is the author of 16 books. She is the subject of a documentary, a long extended radio series, and now the host of her own podcast and radio show uh she's uh, she's wonderful and she's uh, she's not done writing by a long shot she has a 17th on the way and that's uh it's going to be a memoir and it's fascinating we've heard so much from it uh already or little bits and pieces i should say but uh, quite a bit if you listen all the time you you have a pretty good idea what's gonna uh, uh what you're in store for without further ado dr weinberg how are you
1: I'm doing fine, thank you, Frank. I hope you are too. I,
0: I am, and uh, look, I, I know you you concentrate on different things uh, all the time, and you have a, a vast array of interest. What's uh, what's been on your mind?
1: Uh, well, I uh, I read an article by George Will, who writes very. Very brilliant articles. I don't always agree with him, mind yeah. you, but, but he's always very persuasive and, he's, and very logical and, and of course, extremely literate. He writes beautiful English, which I wish other people would also, but yeah. he, uh, he's a master of the English language. Anyhow, uh, he wrote an article about electric cars and about uh, our president's push, Uh, for everybody to buy them and that is what i'm going to i'm going to uh, uh, give his argument first and then uh talk about that subject in general and and i hope get your take on yeah uh, electric cars uh, as well so yeah
0: by the way i've had george on the show a couple of times and uh on my show And uh, he's a brilliant, you know, brilliant man. And it's 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 hard, uh, even if I don't agree with him on on uh, on many things, uh, it's hard not to respect him. He's a uh, he's he's an easy figure to respect.
1: Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, he's he may be a little uppity. Uh, <laughs> he gives me the impression of, of being pretty stuck up, but uh, <laughs> he he sound he seemed
0: okay. Two short sample sizes. I think two two ten minute interviews. I had with them. That's so it's too short a sample size for me to judge. But he was very nice, often on and off mic with me. He was very nice.
1: Good. Okay. Uh, if I met him, I probably would revise my opinion.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe the other way around. If I met him in person or if I had more time with him, I might change it. Uh, so, yeah, please please go ahead. This is fascinating.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, um, George, uh, he, by the way, he writes for the Washington Post in case people want to know a little more about him. Um, he um, begins his argument uh, talking about uh, President Biden, who is pushing very hard uh, on uh, electric cars. He wants people to buy them, uh, and he is offering a subsidy uh, of $7,500, up to oh, wow. $7,500, if – the final assembly is in the United States, and if 50% of the minerals that go into the battery uh, come from the United States or from a, um, an allied nation, let's see, what is the term he uses there? Uh, I'm going down this article here. Let's see um the united states or a con- country with which it has a free trade agreement that's that is uh, but then he modifies that by saying it can be an unofficial free free trade agreement which i think wow. opens uh, opens the door to all kinds of things but in any case this is those are the conditions And um, Congress needs to get in the act. Uh, He spends much time talking about how Congress is unwilling to get into the act of of mandating, uh, certainly not mandating, that uh, people buy electrical cars. And then he goes on to the issue, which is the main issue in my mind and everyone else's, the issue of – Recharging the battery, or simply charging the battery. How the, there's a dearth of charging stations in the country right now, and uh, Biden wants to spend some some billions of dollars, I think it is, on uh, creating recharging stations. So um, he wants. Uh, let's see uh he wants to spend this uh, yeah 7.5 billion dollars providing 500,000 uh no it's yeah it's 500 million charging stations for subsidizing ev purchas- purchasers but the problem with that is simply the uh the cost of course is massive the minerals are not that available yet. The batteries are not really developed yet. They're too heavy, too uh, too big, and they don't hold the charge very long. Now, here in San Antonio, we do have quite a few charging stations at, of all places, our grocery store, our major grocery store, is a private uh, outfit. It's privately owned. It's uh, called the H.E.B. Grocery Store, and it was started by a man named Henry E. Butts. And it's a good thing he didn't use his last name for the the, (laughs) uh, (laughs) name of the store. But in any case, uh, it's a store. I don't know whether Wegmans uh, – I spent – um, 28 years in Rochester, New York and the best store in, in uh, Rochester was Wegmans, which was also a private enterprise and very, very successful. Big store that could uh, beat Albertson's All Hollow as HEB beats Albertson's All Hollow here. Um, but in any case you can go there and there is a whole row of these uh, charging stations, but I never see anybody hooked up to them when I go. Yeah, which means that people in uh, San Antonio, in, Texans, are not sold on electrical cars. Mm. So, um, so that is uh, that is his main argument. He uh, he goes on uh, to talk about how uh, the uh, gas engine uh, automobiles, as we know them, uh, surged from f- eight million in uh, in 1920 to 20 million in 1929, and that the service stations popped up all over the country to uh, take care of them. Uh, But he does not think that it is possible uh, for private enterprise to take care of the problem of the recharging stations. It has to be a governmental effort, and of course that uh, uh, that over $7 billion uh, price tag tells the tale well um, did I lose you? half electric mm-hmm. and those are increasingly popular because they get something like uh, 480 miles to a tank of gas to the normal um, uh, 200 to a plus miles for a tank of, of gas, so they are uh, quite economical. But unfortunately, they also have these lithium and so on batteries, which uh, re- require uh, replacement before too long. Apparently, they get, they get uh, an average of 100,000 miles before they go bad and have to be replaced but out here in Texas, we go uh, 100,000 miles in almost no time, maybe one year, <laughs> yeah. because the distances between towns are very great. Uh, f- uh, to go to El Paso from here is uh, over 500 miles, for instance, and uh, to go to uh, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, where my cousin lives, is, is almost a thousand miles. It's near, and it's 900 miles to get up there. Uh, and so on, and we, we just take that for granted. Uh, long trips on the highway are, uh, are a norm here. And a lot of people live in uh, Kerrville and have to commute. Their commute is 60 miles, so that's 120 miles a day, uh, and they take that as routine. So uh, they would wear out a battery pretty quickly, even in, uh, in a hybrid car. And I have a couple of anecdotes. Um, one, of my, one of the trainers that I know rather well uh, at, at my gym, bought a BMW, if you please. So very, very high reputation car. Uh, and it was electric, it was not a hybrid. And he found that he couldn't go, Uh, not only is he a bodybuilder, he's also an actor. He is full-blooded Cherokee, and so he gets uh, small parts in movies all the time. He's very good-looking, beautiful body. And... um, uh, so anyway, he he commutes to Austin. He commutes to Dallas or Houston, and uh, commute to Houston is 200 miles, and the uh, and Dallas is as more than that, about uh, about 300, I think. I would have to look it up. But in any case, he can't even get to Austin, which is about 70 miles from downtown San Antonio. Uh, he can't uh, can't get there uh, if he's been using the car at all he would have to stop on the way to Austin <laughs> and charge up his uh, his battery oh. and charging the battery of an electric car these days and this is a BMW so they're top of the line uh, takes 40 minutes and if he charged uh, had to charge on the way to Austin and then drove around in Austin a little bit He would have to charge on the way back to San Antonio. So that's 80 minutes wasted From his, uh, from his trip. Yeah uh, So he had to sell the car simply because of that The inconvenience of charging the car and if you go to Dallas 300 miles Okay, Every hundred miles he would have to definitely would have to stop and recharge. So uh, the electric car boom cannot happen in this country. People simply won't buy them. Subsidy or no subsidy, uh, $7,000 is a drop in the bucket when you come to the price of those cars anyway. It's the same thing with hybrid cars. They cost more, quite a bit more, than, electric and ele- than a non-electric gas-powered uh, vehicle. Uh, so uh, as I say people are simply not going to buy them no matter how how exciting it was to watch president biden get into an electrically powered pickup did you see that ad i did uh, yeah it,
0: uh, good. yeah good a uh, good ad uh, i i think it would be effective
1: Yes, it was very impressive. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, the truck went from zero to, I think, 60 miles an hour and just a few feet. I mean, much, much quicker than it must have left a lot of r- rubber on the pavement because, <laughs> because the thing was accelerating so fast. Uh, but they have a lot of uh, capacity that a gas-powered car doesn't have. But it, and probably more load-carrying and load-pulling ability. Uh, but uh, it's that battery problem. And it will take uh, engineers ver- working very hard in- to reduce the size and increase the, uh, the efficiency of the battery before those cars are going to sell. On the other hand, we need it we need to cut back on uh, on the emissions because every city in uh, the United States and in the world is producing massive amounts of carbon dioxide which uh, has increased and continues to increase the temperatures of the planet with disastrous uh, climate effects so um, so we definitely need uh, we need to uh, to Try to reach Biden's goal, but we simply don't have the means yet. So um, that's my take on it. Uh, and uh, do you have some anecdotes also?
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, just for the record, I, I drive a Prius, which is a you know a hybrid, and mm. I've, I've been driving for years. You know, a Prius, and the last one I had, I uh, the last one that I had. Got to two hundred eighty-five thousand miles, and I—I'm I, notoriously—I um, uh, drive my cars into the ground. I—I—I I, um, I, I take care of them. I—I uh, I get the oil change when I'm supposed to, and I, I get them serviced properly and keep my records and things like that. But uh, quite frankly, I—I I will keep them for a very long period of time. My last Prius that I had, the, which was the first Prius that I had, I uh, I had for for years, and and that that was the one that got to two, uh, 285. At one point, the battery went. Now, normally, you know, battery goes on a car. You figure, okay, a couple hundred dollars, I'll I'll put a car. In. The the tra- the charge for a battery or the cost of a battery on on the Prius, um, you know, at at initial. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, f- to get a new one or something along those lines, it was something like um, it was something like eight thousand dollars, and and of course it's not <laughs> worth it at the point to to get it. But what there is a there's a group called um, let me see uh, uh, Green Pod, or let me see Pod Green, or uh, I thought it was something uh, Green Bean, you know something along those lines um, that they rebuild. Uh, batteries or they they refurbish batteries, and I ended mm-hmm. up getting one for eighteen hundred dollars so i uh-huh. I bought this one for eighteen hundred dollars and I continued uh my uh my relationship with this car and i don 't know at what point i i you know I had to replace the battery and it and it ran perfectly well when I went to the Ukraine last year when I came back uh for whatever reason that was the time when my 285000 uh mile uh car went kaput and i yeah it was it it needed you know some kind of work and i said you know what uh let, let me move on but what i did is i had the the battery taken out and i uh mm-hmm. it, knowing that i was going to get another prius and i have it sitting in my shed in the backyard it's a large battery it's like a um you know you i can carry it but i mean it's a it's not like a, a regular car battery it's it's right. it's differently shaped now Having said that, I, I bought a um, hybrid, and I'm just saying this because, you you know, you talk about what the, the cost is of uh, of an electric car, and I, you know, I can make an argument, you know, a better argument, I think, for, for a hybrid uh, choice, yeah. for people yeah, to exactly. do that, and um, uh, so I bought a car from, like, Carvana or whatever that is. Uh, my wife actually did. Uh, you know, she, uh, you know, she, you know, ordered one for me, and uh, sight unseen, and I didn't drive it. But it was something with fifty nine thousand miles on it i put mm-hmm. i put over forty thousand miles in one year on it you know that uh mm-hmm. you know I put a lot of miles on my cars and i um i ended up um you know buying that i think for seventeen thousand dollars that that car and it's it's perfect it's you know the same uh you know the same style it's uh, a Prius and uh it's a year or two off of the the first one that I had and I have this battery to back it up assuming that somewhere around 200,000 miles I'll need to replace it now having said all of that my my general my general um mileage that I get is somewhere around 52 miles per gallon sometimes it's 61 miles to, uh, to the gallon sometimes less but um it, it's uh it, you know that's that's great gas mileage, and mm-hmm. it's a small tank, and and it cost me roughly now with the gas prices a little higher cost me to fill up a tank roughly thirty dollars, and yeah. that that tank and keep in mind I drive constantly. I'm constantly driving, and, and I happen to be in my studio today, but sometimes when we're recording, uh, I'll be on the road, and I'll just pull over, and my car is like my office, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm const I, I, I talked to George Will uh, at the last minute, you know, it's funny we b- bring him up, but the last minute somebody called and said, hey, do you want to talk to George Will, and I said, yeah, sure, anytime, and they said, can you, uh, can you interview him, and I said, sure, I said, when, and he says, uh, about six minutes from now, I said six minutes from okay, and I said just you know tell me what he's promoting, and I uh, I pulled off the side of the highway and I I pulled into a a parking lot, and, and I interviewed George Will and you know you you could hear it it sounds exactly like what we do or it sounds exactly like uh, the studio what what I get in 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 the studio, anyway. But that being said, that's all done from my Prius, so I'm constantly in this Prius and. I would I, I would recommend a, a Prius to anybody anybody at yeah, all awesome. and I mean it, it I fill up once a week for $30 and um, and my son's car he's got a Camry Toyota Camry and um, I mean he's uh, he fills up maybe drop. two or three times a week and he does less driving than me any and it costs him $50 to fill up. So, I mean, it's, uh-huh. you yeah. know, it's well worth it. The electric cars, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's, they, they haven't reached their practicality level at this point. And, uh, you know, but they will. I mean, they'll get better, you know. And yes. I think uh, the, the more urgent we, we act to get it done, uh, the future is electric cars. We need to do it. Yeah,
1: I couldn't agree more with that. But uh, at the moment, um, they would be, uh, obviously, from the experience of my friend, the Cherokee, uh, they are so impractical, especially for the Southwest. Where distances that you normally drive every day, uh, you drive these huge distances, uh, and, and so it makes them impractical because they they have to be recharged so so frequently. And uh, anyway, so uh, but even if every if everybody bought Priuses, <laughs> if everybody bought hybrids, uh, we would cut the emissions from gas by half wouldn't we
0: no doubt no doubt about
1: it so there we go i mean that is a huge gain right there so uh that that is a recommend this whole speech field of mine today is a recommendation for people when they have to replace their cars to go for hybrids because uh, they would be contributing then to the effort to cut back on um, on carbon dioxide emissions, uh, methane emissions uh, from uh, from automobiles, etc. So, uh, so that is uh, and oddly enough, George Will does not mention hybrids. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> He's completely down on uh, on electric cars, and with good reason, uh, because I have seen the distress of my my uh, uh, fellow. Um, I'm not a, uh, uh, a uh, trainer in the gym uh, by any means but my, uh, my, my companion at the gym is distressed over uh, the prospect of having to stop and, and spend 40 minutes recharging his car on the way to Austin of all places which is like going if, here it's like going to a suburb almost um, US Highway uh, Interstate 35 which is, goes between here in Dallas um, and Austin is on the way there. Seventy miles away. Yeah, um, that's like go- just going to a, a, a suburb, and the the development along that that highway, which is a super highway, uh, of course being an interstate, uh, is ridiculous. Uh, you you don't leave uh, town, it it would seem, all the way from here to uh, to Austin because of all the uh, the little businesses that have popped up along there. So uh, it's ridiculous for somebody to have to stop. and and recharge a battery, or to stop and take. If it were a gasoline engine, then it would only get 40 miles <laughs> for the tank. Uh, it would be like that. Uh, so, so everybody uh, who is contemplating buying a, a new car, I would go for uh, for a hybrid, definitely. Uh, at the moment, I'm driving a Mercedes Benz. Uh, and it gets, <laughs> I think it's, uh, it gets very good mileage, and it has virtually no no uh, mechanical problems. Uh, I've had to replace its tires, of course, and I do keep it duplicated uh, and uh, all the rest, so I have it serviced. But uh, uh, but the expenses are minimum, except for the gasoline, which is uh, he- cheaper in Texas than anywhere else, by the way, since uh, Texas is, uh, is a petroleum-producing State and that's one of its big deals has been since the 1920s, I think. Really,
0: what what are gas prices in Texas?
1: Um, I haven't filled my tank recently, but uh, I think uh, it was two two dollars and seventy cents, something like that, the last time I uh, I filled, and it's going down constantly. It,
0: it's so, you you know what it's um that's about a dollar cheaper than it is here in New York. And uh, mm-hmm. we're we're way up there now. I, I want to you know I I, I want to just point this out, and I say this with all due respect to George Will, who I who, who I respect. Uh, he he's a conservative, right? So he's yeah. uh, very seldomly uh, would he give a uh, uh, you know either somebody from the progressive side or e- even for that matter Joe Biden. Um, Uh, Too much credit. And this is an easy target for, for Biden because we're just not there yet with the electric cars. It certainly is the future. If Uh, If everyone had their uh, their druthers, uh, we would say, let's let's wave a magic wand and let's get rid of the uh, let's get rid of the pollution. Let's get rid of the uh, carbon monoxide that's that's leaving this planet and leaving the ground, I should say, and uh, and and going into the uh, into the air. Let's do that right away. Let's all team together. It's just not going to happen. It's. Right. It's in the pocketbook, and it's practicality that uh, that people respond to. But let me. Uh, it, here, here's the thing: he didn't mention hybrids because hybrids are it, it, the argument is very easy to make, and I'm. This is why I spent so much time laying out what I did with my my um, my Prius, and and I want to point out that I took my my two youngest. Uh, uh, kids, my two youngest uh, children to L.A. with me a couple of years back, right prior to, uh, to COVID, and we were driving to different places and, uh, some of the rich, you know, in uh, Beverly Hills, and and we had to visit some people, you know, a couple celebrity types. Uh, they they came along with me, um, uh, you know, when I uh, went on for for an interview or I went went somewhere, and we were in some of the richest areas in the in the country, and they started. They started counting Priuses, right? Now we weren't a rental car. We weren't in a Prius. We were, you know, we flew out and and drove around in whatever car we got, you know, an expensive sedan. But they they started counting Priuses, and this is right around Taylor Swift's house and uh, um, uh, you know Johnny Carson's old, you know, the late Johnny Carson's old house, and and different different places right around the richest mansions in in Beverly Hills. And they got up to about two hundred Priuses, um, uh-huh. before uh, before they just got sick of counting. But th- it was the sexy car of Beverly Hills is is a Prius, and it's there's nothing prestigious per se uh, about a uh, about a Prius. There's nothing that stands out. A Mercedes, you would figure they were all over the place. Uh, Bentleys, and you know you, we saw Rolls Royces, but the car du jour the uh, the car of the day was clearly a, a Prius and what that mm-hmm. t- what that tells me is that they 're trying to be uh India than now or uh or earthier or greenier than now and uh, mm-hmm. and that yes. they they wanted to make a statement and and again i don 't want to put them down mm-hmm. i want to I want to applaud the fact that that they 've done this and uh and that they 're doing it but it is it is a sexy car. For, um, for Beverly Hills, uh, to have because they wouldn't have it if not. I mean, we know we know how either celebrities or wealthy people react, but they weren't embarrassed about having a Prius. Uh, it's it's quite the other. It's uh the other way. It's uh, on the contrary. Uh, it's an end thing to do in in rich areas. Of, uh of the the Hamptons uh, Priuses are all over the Hamptons uh you know in the summer I'm I'm in the Hamptons you know a couple times a week um, so we're uh, we're talking about a car that uh, that is um, that has met its its time and by the way when I got the car I got it for practical reasons it was it was cheap and it's it's green and uh, and they're just great it's a great dependable car uh your thoughts on that doc
1: Well, that was my point, that uh, it would be better to buy a Prius than, than to fool around with an electric car that is not yet... Uh, ready to meet our needs, uh, which is the problem. And uh, I agree with you that work is being done on the battery problem, which is the major problem, obviously. Uh, The power source (laughs) is is the problem. And uh, if if it is too big, too heavy, too expensive, and inefficient, uh, it is clearly not ready for mass, uh, mass production yet. Uh, although people are trying, um, trying to be green, as you say, and, and buy it, uh, like my, uh, my little colleague at the gym there um, I did. Um, uh, I say little because he is a small man, oddly enough, and gets all these parts uh, in movies anyway. A small but a gorgeous body. Uh, But uh, but anyway, uh, he wanted to be green. And so he bought the car and found that he simply couldn't make it work for him because it cost him too much money to begin with. And a BMW does in any case. So so, uh, an electric one is twice as expensive. And then it was costing him time. Uh, uh the battery was working all right, but it needed to charge every time he turned around. So uh, that was out. Uh, so my my uh, pitch is um, okay. Uh, George Will has written a whole article why electrical cars are not practical yet. It takes about five seconds to, and uh, no more than that, about half a minute to explain why really. We've taken almost 40 minutes. Um, (laughs) But uh, uh, my plug is for hybrids. Uh, If you're thinking of buying a new car, do give serious thought to the Prius and the other uh, uh, manufacturers that are making hybrids as well, so so you have a choice. Uh, But if everybody had a hybrid car, it would cut... Emissions by half, and I do strongly recommend that. Uh, I hate to give up my Mercedes. And um, by the way, uh, the wealthy people of whom there are many in San Antonio uh, buy new Mercedes, and they will drive them for um, oh, maybe four or five years, and then they'll uh, they'll trade them off for another new one. and uh, And I got um, I got mine uh, for thirty five hundred dollars. It was, <laughs> yeah. And I bought it in uh, in 2015, and it is uh, it was a older car, but it didn't have high mileage. Uh, so I think it had something like 40,000 miles on it. It, was, it must have been an old lady's car, but in any case, it yeah. was in perfect shape. Uh, and uh, p- body in perfect shape, so uh, I have had a beautiful car to drive um, for very little money, and that is that is possible here in San Antonio because of the uh, large availability of secondhand Mercedes Benzes. <laughs> so it's not that I've had much money, but uh, but I have spent my money wisely on on this car. And I love it. I'd hate to give it up, but I would uh, in order to uh, to help with uh, the problem of uh, of global warming. And so that's my message.
0: Yeah, uh, it's no, and it's a good message. It's a it's it's a great message. Um, look, I, I'm I I like the idea of being green. I feel good about the idea of being green. And when we um, when we have a um, uh, when I have an opportunity to, to be green and it 's just simply going to uh, you know put our our empties out um, in, uh, you know and recycle them it 's uh, not too difficult a uh, situation but it 's hard to get people to do that it 's hard to get people to focus on on just taking plastic bottles and instead of throwing them in the regular garbage, wait till they see something recyclable. This is something you have to make uh you have to hit people in the pocketbook with it has to be practical for them mm-hmm. it has to be it has to make sense for them and it has to save them money hybrid answers and checks all of those all of those boxes electric cars at this point does not now somebody said to me when i was younger and and i'm i'm not endorsing this idea but i uh, part of it i i assume is true and and this was back in the 80s Sometime in the 80s, and we were watching his his brand new, beautiful 30 inch TV or 35 inch TV, which is small by today's standards, but at the time it was tremendous. It was a it was this beautiful, gigantic TV that we watched a boxing match on. Now, having said that, uh, he had a uh, he he had a friend who just got a 40 inch TV, and he said it was clear it was, as a day, but uh, once it starts getting to 40. Uh, 40 inches um, it starts getting a little uh, fuzzy now having said that he made the point that there are cars right now that get a hundred miles to to a gallon they just not they're not putting it out this is some guy saying this this is a, he's a businessman he was making an argument that um that there are cars that they have in the 80s that could get 100 miles per gallon but the oil companies and the car companies do not want to give it to you that way they yeah. want they mm-hmm. want to unfold it they want to no, know now you got a car that'll get 50 uh, 50 miles per gallon you get 60 miles per gallon you get 70 uh, uh, and they want to give it to you little by little just like with the tv when they uh they he's, he said back then there's probably a 100 inch tv that's clear as a uh, as a bell and uh and you could hear it uh you know right on i mean you could you could watch it and it's it's absolutely right on um and and they just weren't giving it to us because they want you to buy every couple years they want you to you know Mm -hmm. throw out your old tv they want to make it obsolete they want to they want to do that now in retrospect now what is this 40 years later is this is this uh 30 years later um uh, from those conversations i don't disagree that that uh, that the companies do that, um, but what I'm I'm thinking at this point, I'm I'm personally thinking at this uh, at this point that um, that uh, we have to the incentive that President Biden is making uh, isn't to the American public. Now that's the first that's the first volley. The the incentive is to the car companies or to yes. the oil companies I don't I don't know I, I mean the oil companies ever going to negotiate but you go to the oil companies and say look lower your prices or we're going to uh, we're going to make it very easy for a car company uh, to make a very practical battery I think they can do it I think they can give us a practical electric car um, the the question is profit and and the, the old expression is follow the money right follow the money so there are cars I'm sure that could perform a lot better. Uh, electric cars, we're talking about, that could perform a lot better. It's just not feasible, in my mind, for the car companies to to give that to the public, as it uh, as it sits now, because they they wouldn't make enough profit off of it. I don't know, yeah. you know, why mm-hmm. or how. So I think uh, President Biden's next volley, his next serve, is uh, is to uh, to the. Um, uh, not the general public, but to the people that are um, that are making the cars.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yes, uh, as you say, follow the money, and the money is uh, with big corporations right now, uh, and uh, it, it, big oil companies are calling a lot of shops <laughs> uh, right now too uh, to try to preserve their their uh, empires and. Uh, 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 the problem is that they are bound to fail and fade, and they know it. They're just trying to hang on as long as they can. San Antonio is a, a an oil town because the big boom in uh, uh, in uh, in petroleum production was back in the 70s, where people made millions and probably billions, uh, and many people. Have built castles here in San Antonio, uh, gorgeous, big, huge houses, uh, and they built them. Uh, they built them before the turn century. So, uh, so petroleum making big bucks off of petroleum uh, was in, on the way in there until they found out uh, that uh, there uh, in, in West Texas uh, up into uh, South New Mexico. Uh, there was such an abundance of oil suddenly discovered when they, when they figured out how to do fracking. And so fracking is going on um, wildly out there. You can't, you can't travel the usual routes, the easy shortcuts from here to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, to cut off a lot of miles because those roads are full of oil trucks. Uh, so uh, there is another boom going on thanks to uh, to fracking. And, of course, they don't want the prices to go down either because they're making a killing at the, at the high prices. But nonetheless, prices for uh, gasoline here to fill your car are, as you say, they're a dollar less than, Calif- than in California, for sure, and in New York. Um, but anyway, so uh, until we get over this love affair with petroleum, uh, that is the big corporations love affair and the, the, their ability to, t- to sway Congress, their representatives in Washington, uh, not to legislate against petroleum production, uh, as long as that's going on, uh, we will have difficulty... Uh, switching over to uh, hybrid cars, or uh, even, uh, and certainly, uh, uh, I should say, electric cars, or even hybrid cars, which are actually the way to go, it seems to me. Yeah,
0: no, no question about it. Uh, Doc, great points, and and George will listen. George will is, makes intelligent arguments. What what I'm saying is, he's just he's never going to do. Uh, President Biden any favor and is uh, well, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm That's not, right. you, you know, he's just he doesn't lean that way. And he's he's he didn't like Trump. He, he made that clear when I spoke to him. He uh, he he couldn't stand Trump. Um, but he uh, it, you know, he probably uh, he probably is very hard pressed to uh, to support anything that Biden's doing. Uh, his, okay. his base is uh, a hard right hard right and very practical uh hard right uh not not necessarily religious hard right but uh mm-hmm. but economically um right and uh and just uh, philosophically right and, and he's an intelligent right wing guy uh george yes, will but don't don't expect that he's going to he, he's going to make any arguments that make <laughs> biden look good
1: and uh, no and uh, nobody was expecting that. Right. <laughs> not me
0: certainly. <laughs> and, and which doesn't mean he's he's wrong. You agree and I agree that uh, we're not ready for uh, for we're not ready for electric cars. Um I, I'd like to see his take uh, on on hybrid cars, uh and I would like to see Biden come back when he sees no no increase in the uh, electric car you know i assume there's not going to be a huge increase uh you know from his plea and the seven thousand dollar deal or whatever it is i don't think there's going to be a a, a big a, a big push or a big stampede down to the uh, electric car dealerships but um quite frankly i think um uh i, I think that um uh, his next move is is to the automakers of the uh, of the electric cars and or uh, to hybrid, uh, to yes. you know to make the pitch uh, for hybrid. That's uh, that that's where he goes next. I think if he's wise.
1: Yes, well, I, would, uh, I think the oil companies uh, when they see how they're up against it. Uh, petroleum uses on the way that they may be get behind the hybrid car movement too because at least half, half of, the, of the energy production will come from their product uh, so that's better than nothing for sure
0: no doubt about it doc uh great job as always and uh stay well and to everyone out there we thank you all for listening um, it is. Uh, it, there are a lot of options out there, we know, so we appreciate your listenership. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Florence Weinberg Show.